Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome to episode two of this week's talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. This week, I want to play you a piece from Darren LaCroix. Darren LaCroix, uh, you may well know, was the world champion of public speaking in 2001, I think, or maybe in 2002. And since then, he has built a very successful business for training in coaching in public speaking called the Stage Time University. And he's put up a lot of useful information on YouTube. Now, this is a piece from him entitled How to Start Your Speech. Hey, this is Darren LaCroix with your speech opening. Your speech opening is crucial. Why? Because the audience is sizing you up. As soon as you walk up there, whether you're a professional speaker or corporate presenter, people are saying, am I going to listen to this or am I going to tune out? So you probably heard the old the old advice, you must have an attention getting opening. Well, that's kind of half the story. It's only half the story because just having an attention getting opening doesn't necessarily lead you and can often confuse the audience as to why did they start the speech that way. The worst advice that I've ever heard is always start with a joke. Never start with a joke. If you start with a joke and it's not funny, you just set yourself up for disaster. Not only did they not laugh, and obviously it was a joke, so you expected it, they left scratching their head as to what does that have to do with this presentation? And that's exactly what I mean. The other danger of starting with a joke is the fact that if people have heard it before, they're going to question your credibility. They're like, well, if they just couldn't come up with a good opening and they had to find one on the internet that I've heard before. Well, where is the rest of the information coming from? Did they steal that from the internet too? So there's a real danger in just opening with a joke or just a plain old attention getting opening. I say, no, 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 no. Let me give you a quick example from my world championship speech. And then let's chat about why. Can you remember your very first NSA event? Do you remember the feelings that went through you? It was exactly 10 years ago, Washington, D.C., Naomi's privilege of the platform. I still had a day job, and I was very new in the comedy world. I was scared. I remember seeing the legends. I remember hearing the stories of those of you who are so successful in speaking, making millions per speech. <laughs> and then I sat there just like you and I thought, hey, wait a minute, that could be me sometime. And then another thought from the depths of your brain started forcing its way forward through the enthusiasm until finally that thought shouted, yeah, Darren, great idea, but what if you... <laughs> fall on your face. 
What do you do when you fall on your face? <laughs> do you jump right up and hope no one noticed? <laughs> Are you more concerned with what other people will think than what you can learn from this? Is this where the horse did it? <laughs> Madam Conference Chair, fellow fallers, and the people way in the back, ouch! Did you feel I stayed down there too long? Have you ever stayed down too long? Ouch. Well, it might have been intention getting. However, there was a purpose to it. In my speech, the premise of my speech was about failing. So not only was I just down on the ground, but I stayed down on the ground to help make the audience feel uncomfortable because it was about making change and creating change and that all of us you know, when we fall on our face, often we whine and complain, well, why me? This shouldn't happen to me, I'm a good person. When what we should do is get up quicker. So it was relatable, it was emotionally relatable. So here's a couple of quick hints. And I'm sure you're probably watching the YouTube because you might not want a long class on it. Hey, just give me an answer. That's what I'm trying to do here with this. If you uh, look at what is the purpose of your speech. What we're trying to do is set up the listening and get us to maybe relate to the problem that you're going to help us solve. So I'm a big fan of a opening with a you-focused question. You-focused question is a great way to start. You know, and less listening to the pause and letting the pause happen so the audience can reflect on that pause. We don't pause for effect. Wah! That's overdramatic. Why? We pause to let our audience reflect so they can relate. So if we're talking about the 401k, you might ask a question, you focus question. How you feeling about that 401k? Do you think it's time for a change? And whenever we can get the audience nodding, that's a good opening. It doesn't have to be overdramatic the way mine was. But mine wasn't overdramatic, again, for the sense of the drama. It was dramatic because it set up the point, the point that I was trying to make. So your opening, start with a you-focused question, maybe an interesting statistic. And if you want to close with a poem or something we've heard before, well, that's okay. Uh, a quote is an okay idea. Uh, if you're a professional, it really doesn't make you necessarily stand out from the crowd. But if it's one that we haven't heard of, or even better, if it's a quote from one of your mentors that we've probably never heard of, that would be an interesting way that sets up the listening. So don't just create an open for the sake of an open. And don't start with a joke. Give us a you-focused question. Get us involved. Or even maybe a magic trick, if you're good at it. But it's got to have a purpose and a point to the opening that relates to the whole reason you're there. 
So I hope this helped you with your opening. If you really want the full story, check out my program, Create Your Keynote by next week. If you've got to do an hour presentation for a corporate, uh, promoting your business, or you want to be a professional, it shows you how to lay out a whole one-hour speech, step by step by step. Moira, I have a question to ask you. I just have to get this off my chest. Why on earth did you decide that that piece of audio by Darren LaCroix is worth listening to? Good question. It's one that I've seen before uh, a couple of times. I did subscribe to the Stage Time University for a couple of years to get all his uh, great information. First of all, the speech that he gave, his winning speech, was interesting in the falling over. For those of you who haven't actually seen the speech, you should know that he actually falls on his face in the auditorium and he stays on his face right with you until his comment about the horse. Was your reason for wanting the listeners of the talk show for talkers to listen to that piece of audio? Is it because the man fell on his face? Is that why you wanted people to listen to it? Paul, I know you're tongue in cheek as always, but the reason for putting this up is to make people think about how they open their speech. Because how you open your speech determines how well the audience is going to react to the rest of your speech. If you don't get your audience, your audience's attention right at the beginning, then you're going to be struggling for the rest of your speech to keep their attention. If you can get their attention right at the beginning, and one of the things that I, I picked up on that specifically was if you can get your audience nodding, you know you've got their attention. You know that you're making them think. Ah, but he said something else. I think that's critical and that could easily slip by unless we highlight it. He said that however you start your speech, however you grab the audience's attention, it must connect with the purpose of your speech and the whole point of you saying anything in the first place. I mean, any of us could go out and get the attention of the audience. We could start to take off some clothes or we could pick a cigarette and threaten to kind of set the building on fire, all of those things. But he seems to be saying is that don't do any of those things unless they fit with your purpose and the point you want to get across which I'm actually going to be talking about in more detail in episode four. Great segue. Thank you very much, listeners, for listening to this particular episode. Is that the word you're looking for? Well, I was allowing the listeners to fill in the blank themselves. <laughs> okay, folks, we'll see you again tomorrow at the same time when Paul is going to be talking about strategic planning. Now, I hope that's going to be a lot more interesting than it sounds. Of course it will be, because it's Paul. We'll see you then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.